Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. This is not Jake. <laughs> Kimberly's back. Kimber's this, back. It, and back you're listening again. to a date with Dateline. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Jake, for filling in for me last week. We've never done that before in over 300 episodes. It felt so weird. <laughs> I like Jake very much, and it didn't feel as weird because we record with him on another show, right. but it was still... It was very strange for me as well. Felt weird. I was. I didn't know I was trying to be you, kind of. It was bad. <laughs> and I had your notes for the episode, and some of the things I could hear you saying it, but I really couldn't say it, because I'm like, that's that doesn't sound right. <laughs> but it was fun to have Jake, but I'm so excited that you're back. Thank you. I'm glad everyone liked Jake, too. I'm just going to take off more often. No, um, but thank you, everyone, for being so nice about him. And he did have a good time, and we will be hearing from him again. We're glad that everyone liked him so much, because we like him, too. Yeah, and if you want to hear more of Jake, go listen to our other podcast, A Date with the Bake, in reruns now. So. Please. This episode is another repeat, because I thought we were going to have new episodes, because usually we have new episodes during the summer. But anyways, last week, Friday was another repeat that we had already done. So we had to deep dive deep into the feathers of Peacock. And oh. you didn't know where I was going with that, did mm. you? I don't. Well, no. I don't like the feathers of Peacock because I think there's mites and other things that live in them. Oh, like the owl feathers. So we found, well, this episode I had always kind of wanted to do, but for some reason never picked, but it's called Stealing Paradise, and it's pretty wild. Yeah. So it is season 19, episode 8, and it aired October 22nd, 2010, and it's hosted by the one and only Kate Snow. Kate Snow. I know, I did it last time, too. I'm did sorry. you do last yes. And immediately, that's so strange, my mind was thinking, what joke can I make? Is she the daughter of President Snow? And then I oh. wondered how many Hunger Games fans there are out there. Oh. When you went to Game of Thrones. I don't know why I didn't go to Game of Thrones. You, you know, know nothing, nothing, Kate Snow. Kate Snow. But she does. She knows a lot. She's very good. Was Kate Snow like a regular correspondent on Dateline for a very long time? I think so. She was a regular TV person. I think she was on Dateline for a long time. I think she was there for... Maybe at the same time as Chris Hansen? Unsure. I think this was before the switch to all true crime all the time. Oh, or I see. the BM, as I coined it before in murder. our episode with Keith. <laughs> before murder. Also, then I felt weird that I said BM in front of Keith. Yeah, as you would. Yeah, I could be wrong about that. I don't really know my dateline history as much as I should. So I shouldn't talk. But let's maybe write this down, and this might be a great question to ask next time we get a host on. Great. Do you know Kate Snow? And if so, <laughs> does she know things? When, when was she on? No, she does know plenty. It's just, I think I'm just very used and comfortable with the hosts we have now. And so I understand. It feels like an interloper. Actually, funnily enough, when Jake filled in for me last week, I was talking to Melissa and Kim on our DM thread, and they were, and Kim said, Jake's did a great job. He's kind of your Kate Snow or your Craig Melvin. Oh, there you go. He is. He <laughs> said he was the RC Cola because you're definitely the Coke. I'm definitely the Pepsi. And he's so it's Coke, <laughs> Pepsi, RC Cola. That's what he said. And I, I didn't say he was wrong. I feel like that was a very astute observation. But I like that he's the Kate Snow. It's good. I think that's funny. So we this episode starts with very upbeat music, like a 
fashion photo shoot from the 90s or perhaps a runway show in the 90s. Sure. With Cindy Crawford walking. Yeah. In that George Michael era. Hey, Some, just something. too funky for me. Exactly. Gotta it get was, up now. Yeah, Linda Evangelista. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the best. Kate Snow says, it's a dream that seems so out of reach. Quit the rat race, move to an exotic land, and buy your very own private island. It sounds nice. Is there a dream where you quit the rat race, but you stay on your couch and watch Bob's Burgers for the rest of your life? If it's on a private island, yes. Okay. Yeah. Do they have cable on a private island? I think. Can I you, get a Fire TV with streaming services? Yeah. If you own a private island, then you make that happen. Hulu comes to you. Correct. Okay. So this is the story of Cheryl, or AKA Cher yes. Hughes. And she had a dream, the island one, not the Bob's Burgers one. She, I don't think, ever watched TV. She's very fit. She mm-hmm. made this island dream come true. She moved to the tiny, faraway islands of Bocas del Toro, Panama, which got me thinking, would anyone pay us to recap House Hunters International? Because I love that show. I would watch that show. What would we talk about? Well, Rebecca Lavoie used to do a show called HGTV and Me, yes. a very small podcast that I loved that she just stopped doing Aww. and it broke my heart. And she would just make fun of these shows. Where these annoying couples are making house purchases. Well. And the wife always makes a joke when she sees the closet. This is where my stuff will go. And then. Every time? Every single time the wife makes that joke. Or alternatively, the husband says, well, I guess this is where your stuff is going to go. I don't know where my stuff is going. Or he'll go, this is enough for your shoes. Every time. They've never walked into a room and been like. This will be the closet. Never. Interesting. They always make that joke in every episode. I think I could get used to that. Let's watch that show. <laughs> Let's do that. Let us know if that's a show you want us to recap. That'll be the sixth one on the list. And all right the people the who wire. complain on Patreon, why are they coming 90 Day Fiance? I don't even watch that. And they'll be like, great. Now they're not even doing true crime at all. They're just doing house hunting shows. <laughs> And below deck, old episodes, and at random, just sporadic below deck. Season six, episode four of Below Deck. If you haven't seen the rest of the season, good luck. (laughs) We're not going to explain. You better know it really well. I love this idea. It's the tiniest audience. (laughs) So, and then we'll get all those amazing Patreons who will go, we'll listen to you, recap anything. And I'm like, just you wait. I challenge that thought and we will see. (laughs) So Cher loved it in Bocas. I keep what I'm just gonna say Bocas, like Boca. <laughs> like it's different. Cherry right? Seinfeld's parents moved to Boca. It's different, right? It's Boca, Bocas. Boca Raton is yeah. where? Florida. Yes, it's definitely Florida. And this is Bocas with an S. So she loved it there. She thought it was like living in a postcard, an escape from the pressures of modern living. And then Kate Snow says, Who would have guessed? that evil could find a place in paradise too. Again, that would be a great House Hunters International show where evil is searching for paradise. Is there Um, a show that converges international house hunting and true crime? It's like Dante's Inferno meets... Yeah, it's like the show Evil on CBS meets, yeah, House Hunters or the Property Brothers. Yeah, exactly. TM. Evil TM. has a good realtor. Evil can find a place <gasps> in paradise, Kate. I don't know what to tell you. Evil, Evil might be yeah. a snowbird who spends 
Summers in Hell and Winters in Paradise. It's perfect. Yeah. That's the tagline. Say it again. That's the log line. Yeah, do it again. Evil is a snowbird. Evil's looking for a new address? No. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Evil is looking for a new address. Yes. Evil flipping homes. So Cher first visited the islands with Keith, her boyfriend. Another Keith. Uh, Don't get confused, people. Mm-mm. We're going to get through this together. So Cher bought this tiny island. She bought it kind of with Keith, but it was in her name. And then he started building up on the island, like built their dream house there. Yeah. We learned that Cher was a model as a teenager and had a smile for everybody. She became a businesswoman in Florida running a neon sign company. What was the first thing you thought of? I thought it was okay. the coolest thing ever. And then I thought about that really cool neon that's in the hotel season of American Horror Story. Do you I remember? Think, I Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That neon. I wanted that neon really bad. I know you did. I tried very hard to get it. I know you did. I really were, did. I know. You almost, you could have gotten it. I got really close. People will never know how close I got to the neon in that show. But yeah. some of it was broken and I couldn't, I didn't have a neon guy. I couldn't have my well, neon guy look at it. That so. was the first thing I thought of was Holly Flax <laughs> I do it. on The Office. And she says, if it's a problem with the neon, I can have my neon guy take a look at it. I and wish it that was, was then real. where it was like Holly Flax and Michael Scott were truly soulmates. And I didn't even realize that until much later because he has that stupid neon sign that he loves. And she's got a neon guy. And she has a neon guy. Also, why don't we have guys for stuff yet? We're of a certain age that we should have like, oh, let me get my Mm -hmm. lawn guy or Mm -hmm. whatever, my refrigerator guy. Yeah. I don't have a guy yet. For nothing, for anything. My washer has been broken for three months. I don't even have a washer guy. He like went off and had a baby. Oh. Yeah. I've given up. I've just, I like the laundromat now. It's fine. (laughs) Go ahead. I live at the laundromat. There you go. So Keith is a carpenter. He also owned a bar in Florida, which is where they originally met. He builds their dream home on the island. She planted tropical gardens. They adopted a pet monkey. Oh, my gosh. Which looks kind of like Marcel, which Katie maybe doesn't know what I'm talking about. I do know Marcel. And a Doberman named Jack, who is all poised to break your heart. Give it 20 minutes. Oh, Jack. So he's safe. He's fine, guys. Yeah, you should be clear about that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sorry. Cher loved the local kids. She loved planning movie nights for them and holiday celebrations like Easter egg hunts, (laughs) which one of their expat friends said that they thought was the funniest thing because the local kids thought this crazy white lady is painting eggs and then hiding them. What is happening? I kind of love it. Which is kind of my reaction when I first learned about Easter, I think. What are these Gentiles doing? But what do the eggs have anything to do with Jesus rising from the dead? Nothing. I think it's just that bunny. All right. I don't even know when the bunny got involved. Who came up with the bunny? Yeah. Speaking of, there were bunnies in my backyard tonight. Oh. Do I live in a magical fairyland? Oh, that's Maybe. It was really cute. There were two of them. They were friends. Oh. In 2005, Cher and Keith got married on the island in front of all their expat friends. They had built this amazing community of expats. All of the expats went by first names or nicknames. Cher and Keith were Ken and Barbie, and they look like Ken and Barbie. It fits. A local bar owner, another expat, an American, was Wild Bill Cortez. 
and he wore Viking hats. Yeah. He had a wife, Jane. He was wild, hence the name. His bar was accessible only by boat, which I actually think is really cool. But it, also it cool. maybe dangerous. It's part of why it's cool. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of DU driving boat while intoxicated or falling over the I don't know. Anyways, yeah, it seems I think fun. It's, it's part of the fun. Yeah. And he would have these wild parties on Saturday nights for all the expats. Cher and Keith would have their friends and family come to visit. And Cher's sister, Judy, was about to come to visit for the first time. And Cher needed her now more than ever because, shockingly, Keith and Cher, who are Ken and Barbie, were going through a hard time. And Keith had moved out. But what happened? They, I don't know. It's very upsetting. And they don't tell us why. They don't tell us anything. They were hoping that they could still work it out, though. They still felt like I think they were going to eventually get back together. But before the trip, Judy doesn't hear from Cher. So she goes on Facebook and she sees that even Cher's Panamanian friends hadn't heard from her. Mm -mm. So something is weird. Mm -hmm. Keith thinks she probably went to Panama City because Bocas is like a small town gossip mill. Mark it off your bingo cards. Mm -hmm. And everyone there, it sounds a lot, a lot like Boca, a small retirement community. <laughs> Except this is on islands, but like everyone knows everybody's business. Okay. So like when Jerry buys Morty a Cadillac, it gets him kicked out of the community. Why? So because they thought he was embezzling funds. Oh, is from, he the treasurer? Yeah. Oh. Well, no, he was president, I think. And they thought it was very sus. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. So he thinks she went to Panama City to get away from everybody that she knew and kind of hole up in a hotel there her aunt said i'm hearing from her friends like we're all mad at her dog it dog dog on it dog <laughs> dog on i don't know why her aunt sounds southern to me she's not southern we're all mad at her dog on she it she sounded southern why hasn't she called me dang it share yeah so she says in one phrase dog on it and dang it yeah That's i loved southern. it yeah i loved mary yeah mary's good times so then some friends get a text that from Cher saying she had gone sailing. And Aunt Mary thinks, well, that would be, ju that would be just like her to, f you know, go on a boat and just her phone goes overboard. That's she sounds cute. like she has a bit of Joni in her, like just phones, every her phone, who knows where it is. Right. It's the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. And she doesn't but, really care. She doesn't need her phone. Yeah. No. So then Keith says he gets a text from Cher that says... I met someone and he's better than you. Wow. Thanks, Dennis Murphy. <laughs> the only person I know that's that blunt is Dennis Murphy. <laughs> and we love him for it. Yeah. That is rude. Who? So I kind of wanted to know, was Cher that blunt? I don't think she was. I no. think everything about that text felt weird to Keith. He asked her best friend and she said, no, she's like waiting for you guys to get back together. She hasn't met anyone else. And there were things about the text too that weren't right. Like it's in lowercase or it's, she normally wrote in lowercase and this was all in caps. Ooh, so it's someone bad. from, from Boca screaming because <laughs> their caps lock is on. And I bet someone better than you. <laughs> By the way, if you're on Twitter, all caps doesn't make me believe your side of the argument more. <laughs> Why not? It actually has the reverse intention. I think it works better this way. So it also... I'm passionate. Things like, <laughs> things like R instead of A-R-E would be R 
the le- or letter R, which I oh. do not like, Mm-mm. and T-O would be two. So apparently Cher wrote lowercase and full out words. She's my kind of gal. Yeah. Because I can't stand that nonsense. Yeah. You're, you, you are. I don't like you are. Well, Never you're a have. woman of a certain age. Never will. So, I'm a woman of a certain age. And you were also an English minor. Um, Cher's Aunt Mary called the embassy and they said, people disappear all the time in Panama, except not with that accent. They said it with a Panamanian yeah, accent. Correct. Uh, and also, that's terrifying. <laughs> Why are they so flippant about people disappearing in Panama? Yeah. If she wants to, and they don't even say voluntarily or not. Sometimes people just go missing. Sometimes they want to. Sometimes they don't. If they want to be found, they'll contact you. Yeah, that's not great. That's not, this is not good. So Cher then doesn't call her dad on his birthday, and Keith knows something for sure is wrong. Yeah. It's been two months now. No one's heard from her. The family is panicked. And then her friends in Panama think of another American, a man this time, who had disappeared four months before Cher, Bo Isler. And he was very quiet. He was a former antique dealer. A lot of people didn't really notice when he disappeared because he was so quiet. Plus, people go missing all the time in Panama. Good Lord. So they find out that Bo had sold his house to Wild Bill Cortez, the Viking helmet-wearing wild man. Hmm. Couldn't think of another adjective. He's wild. but Let's look up synonyms for wild. <laughs> Extraordinary. <laughs> Hold on. Just keep going. I'll find some. Raucous. Raucous? Oh, yeah. Raucous is good. Rascally? Raucous. Out of control. Mm -hmm. Untamed. Untamed Mm -hmm. Bill. Undomesticated Mm -hmm. Bill. Feral. Feral. Yep. There we go. Fierce. Wild Bill Fierce. Fierce. Ferocious. Sasha Fierce. Uninhibited. I'll just keep these up, and if you need one, I'll give you one. I'm calling him Feral Bill. Okay, there we go. So Keith kept thinking of... Bo's house after he left. He had seen Bo's house after he left and it looked like he went to the store, not just moved away. There were dirty dishes in the sink. His shoes and his cane were by the door. He thought it was very odd. So, mm. uh, or as Keith Morrison would say, this Keith thought it was odd. So, his cane? His cane. He oh. probably needed that. Yeah, that's not great. That's not a good sign. So, their expat friend, Kristen, who is from Norway, she also owns a bar. So apparently that's the thing to do. Yeah. She goes to the police. They put it all in the file. People get lost in Panama all the time. She's not getting anywhere. No. So she reaches out to Don Winner, who is a real winner. And he ran Panama Guide, which is a website for foreigners living in Panama. He had originally come to Panama decades before with U.S. military intelligence. And I had guessed cop. I want, I guessed retired cop. Mm-hmm. He had retired cop energy. His upper lip gives off the impression that it used to house a mustache, but no longer. Very good point. Doesn't it? His, it gives off that. Now it that you say that, I totally see that. that big there used mustache to be... energy, but it's yeah. not there anymore. <laughs> BME. BME. There used to be some hair there. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. So he is on the case. He, I feel like he's retired, but he runs his website, but he's very excited to have something big to work on. I feel like he is also has private investigator. Energy, 100%. Yeah. So he goes to Bocus, 
and he taps into the coconut telegraph, which is what they unofficially call the rumor mill. Where have we heard it before? I've never heard it before. We have heard it before in a date. Really? Line. Yeah. I feel like it was a Josh or a Dennis. Well, Josh has been in Paradise before. I think uh, they might have been in that one. So has, we've had another one with Paradise in the title, which was that John McAfee when, one. Yes, that's the one I'm thinking of when he goes missing. Mm-hmm. A lot of similarities. That okay. was a Patreon, I think. Interesting. I'm wondering if that's when I heard Coconut Telegraph. So he finds out that Bo and Cher's passports never left the country. So uh. something is wrong. Don finds out that Wild Bill not just bought Bo's home, but he took over his entire company that owned the property. So now all of a sudden he and his wife Jane are president and secretary of Bo's company. What does Bo do? Unsure. He was an antiques dealer. I don't know what this current company did. Interesting. Bill is all of a sudden wanting to be a house flipper. He wants his own HGTV show. Yeah. And it's called Wild Bill and Jane. Blustery Bill's home buying experience. There we go. So he bought Cher's entire estate. And when Keith hears this, he's shocked that now she's gone missing and Bill says he bought her entire estate, including the dream home that Keith built and the island that everything was on. And all of Keith's tools and his dogs are still there. And what? Bill tells Keith, well, whenever Cher comes back, you can figure that out with her figure out your stuff. And Keith says, no, give me my stuff and my dogs. And while Bill, a.k.a. WB, says, <laughs> I don't know. It is a WB. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that guy who was the CW, the frog? No, that's WB. WB? It's, WB. it's Jefferson J. Frog or whatever. What's his name? WB was the, we're so old. You guys, before the CW was CW, it was the WB. I want to say he had an initial in his name. Yeah, something Jefferson J. Some, hold on. Cartoon Frog WB. It's three words. Michigan J. Frog. There we go. So Keith says, no, give me my stuff. So Bill gives him back one dog. There were other dogs. What? Where's you the monkey? Where's where, the actual monkey? Where is... The monkey, because it's also dogs are like animals. Pets are not like they're like my babysitters club book collection. You can't just pass them out to everyone and give. Here's Claudia and the bad joke. Here's Christie's, <laughs> you know, big idea to somebody else. They go together. They They're go set. together. You can't just give back one dog. Where and where's the monkey? Yeah, and aren't monkeys like little people? Don't they like? They're like, they need that a mama. That monkey's going to throw feces at you. I'm upset. This I'm is very upset. Yeah, this is this whole thing is really weird. And but also, now, sorry, he owns no, Keith owns no part of this home. It's all Cher's. It was all in Cher's name, even though it was theirs. So yeah. she was must have been furious, sell off all the stuff. So this yeah. all reeks of something bad has happened. Something bad. Yeah. So Aunt Mary gets involved. And Aunt go. Mary has a bit of Jessica Fletcher in her. She's yeah. amazing. So she says she calls Wild Bill on the phone. Good. And he says, oh, I got a great deal. Ev He's a little bit Southern. Everything for 50 cents on the dollar. 
And Aunt Mary says, well, can I see the receipt for the sale? And he says, no, I signed a a confidentiality statement. She says, great, I'll look at that. (laughs) And he says, well, she's in Panama City, so you could talk to her. I'm shipping some of her jewelry to her. She wanted me to. And Mary says, can I see the receipt for the shipments? Mary just wants all the receipts. You better have receipts because Aunt Mary is coming for them. Between Mary's receipts, the receipts I'm looking for online when I Googled does the Stranger Things cast really like each other, and the receipt I got yesterday at CVS, that's a lot of paper, and that is wasteful. Correct. I like to be a tree hugger by making easy swaps in my life, like digital receipts. Smart. And using real paper products. Real makes sustainable toilet paper made from bamboo. I am obsessed with bamboo. Bamboo is actually a grass. Who knew? Thank you, science. Wow. You can actually cut it like a lawn. So the next time I say your A is grass and I'm going to mow it, I'm just going to say your bamboo is a grass and I'm going to mow it. But because bamboo is a grass, you can just reharvest the same bamboo over and over. It doesn't harm the plant or the soil. It's a miracle. Yeah. Toilet paper from old growth forests contributes to deforestation, which is real terrible. And all of this for something that you just use once and then flush down the toilet. And if you are reusing your toilet paper like those people on Extreme Cheapskates, I still have questions. And thankfully, none of our listeners have reached out for answers. I've been waiting. I'm still waiting to hear from you. If Uh you do it, I want to know everything about your life. I don't think anyone does it. So I think we should be happy that no one reached out. I'm really glad. Yeah. Maybe someone knows someone that does it. Much like my abs, real paper is soft. But unlike my abs, it's also strong. Yeah. So it's great for those power wipers out there, but also who want comfort in the bathroom. Perfect. Real paper is available in easy, hassle-free subscriptions or for one-time purchases on their website. All orders are conveniently delivered to your door with free shipping in 100% recyclable, plastic-free packaging. If you head to realpaper.com slash datedateline and sign up for a subscription using our code datedateline at checkout, you'll automatically get 30% off your first order and free shipping. That's R. E-E-L-P-A-P-E-R dot com slash date dateline or enter promo code date dateline to get 30% off your first order plus free shipping. So let's stop flushing our forests and give Reels tree-free paper a try. Zero trees, zero plastics, zero compromises with Reel. You're the realist. It's the real deal. Keep it real. Let's get real about saving Mother Earth. Yeah. There we go. Katie, a place that you don't usually need socks is in Panama. I'm just guessing. You need socks everywhere. I beg to differ on that. Well, I was thinking you might want to wear socks with your sandals in Panama. Yeah. Um, If you're a tourist, but you also might need cool fabrics for your shirts and your underwears as Well, well. Thank goodness for Bombas. Because they make the most comfortable socks ever. They also make the most comfortable clothes ever. And Mm -hmm. Bombas's mission is simple. To make the most comfortable clothes ever and to match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you are also giving to someone in need. It's a win-win with Bombas. 
Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you can't wait to put on every day. And boy, do I know that's true. Everything that Bombas makes is soft, seamless, tagless, and has that cozy feel. So you just want to wear it forever. You want to put it on, sleep in it, wear it the next day. Not saying I do it. I'm saying I might. I do it. There's a pair of Bomba socks for everything you do as well. They come in a million options like performance style, which I know is Kimberly's favorite, mm -hmm. which have sweat wicking yarns that mean your feet stay cool while the rest yep. of you is sweating. I am a huge fan of every line of sock and I have almost tried every single one, including things I don't do like cycling. I wear them for other things. <laughs> I love Bomba socks. But right now, the ones I'm wearing the most are the cushion no-shows and the low-cut no-shows. Let me tell you, I am done ruining flats and my summer kids by not wearing socks. I do mm. it every year until I started wearing Bombas. Bombas has these low-cut no-shows that have saved my favorite shoes. And since my washer has been broken since May, I have been washing them in the freaking sink because I love them so much. And I'm going to tell you why. Bombas no-show socks are designed for comfort, but specifically engineered to never fall down. And if you know what I'm talking about with those no-show socks that you wear that are constantly slipping down the back of your heel, so you're always reaching down to pull them up. And I'm looking at you, all those multi-packs that you buy of those little no-show socks. Yeah, I know. She's Bombas are the ones that actually stay up. But don't forget when you're going to buy your no-shows to check out the line of Bombas t-shirts because they are made with invisible seams, soft fabrics, and they're the perfect weight so they hang just right. You can't really go wrong with any Bombas products. And again, Bombas donates one for every item you buy. Bombas customers like you have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. So thank you to everyone who has shopped with Bombas Keep doing good for the world. And if you haven't shopped with Bombas yet, what are you waiting for? Go to bombas.com slash date dateline and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash date dateline for 20% off. Bombas.com slash date dateline. Bombas, 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 Bombas. Save your shoes with no shows. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I it's know exactly. It's the most what you're annoying about. thing. These Bombas no shows are no joke. They should be called the no joke no shows. Mm -hmm. They're just the best. All you right. can take that, Bombas. Thank you. Seriously, thank you. Mary is thinking there's no way Cher wanted this greasy, drunk, wild Bill guy who looks like a white Hurley from Lost there going go. through her jewelry with his grubby paws. And sending her the stuff in the mail. There's yeah. not, there's no way that that is happening. She doesn't want White Hurley going with her dog. No. With Jack. No. Even worse. Yeah, you're right. She cares way more about the dogs than the jewelry, too. And the monkey. Where is the monkey? Why don't we get the monkey's name? I know. Jasper. I'm calling him Marcel, too. Okay. So there is something going on with. Cher's dog, Jack, that will make you cry. At least it made me a little weepy. So oh, is it right now? He keeps leaping off of Cher's island and swimming to Bill's house. And then they put him back at Cher's old house, and he would swim over again. It's like a mile. 
to Bill's house and he keeps just jumping in the water. Well, probably because he's swim. starving to death. Who's living <laughs> at, at her house? Who's living I'm at sure Cher's they, house? But I'm sure they put food for him. There's and he's just there alone? Emotional reasons. Maybe okay. he and the monkey are hanging out together. Maybe the monkey rides on his back. Like, I feel like Bill sold the monkey. Yeah, I do feel like Bill sold the monkey. Bill throws one of his huge parties, but not at his place, at Cher's place, hmm. while her stuff is still there. Hmm. And her friend Sean says, it wasn't very well attended, which yeah, was bet. amazing shade. He said people just thought it was so bizarre that all of Cher's stuff is just here. And she's nowhere, and Bill is throwing a party there. And then he makes a toast to friendship, and they also thought that that was really weird. Yeah, it's weird, Bill. Now Kate Snow, I thought you bet you forgot about her. She's on a boat now. She's mm. taking a good hard look at the MF boat, and <laughs> she says that Bill stood out. He was the lo loudest in the room. He would text everyone. This is what Keith tells us. He would text everyone. Your Lord commands you to come to my party okay. because he not only talked about himself in the third person, but in a royal sense a lot of the time. The royal we. Yeah, he did it. Mm. So I think he is a killer for sure. Kimberly's getting upset. Kimberly <laughs> doesn't trust when the third person BS comes out of people's mouth. When Kimberly you... thinks he's suspicious. <laughs> he also started a pirate club, complete with a pirate flag, which was called the Jolly Rogers Social Club, which is a club Katie would probably join, actually. Yeah. He did joke that only 90% of his members survived, which is probably funny before people actually started going missing. Yeah. Now that's not such a fun joke. It's... Also, I have made it a rule to, if there's ever a drink at a bar... Named the Jolly Roger, I order it. Okay. That's a pretty good rule, I feel it like. It is. If people want to do that, yeah. I won't be mad. I think that's a good rule. Now the Coconut Telegraph, it's talking about him. And that would go something like, oh, Gladys, KL5, two, will you patch me through to island number seven, palm tree number four. I feel like it would also have a Harry Nilsson song playing in the background. He's got some. Put the lime, lime in the coconut and drink them both up with the lime in the coconut. Do you know that song? I love that song. It's in Dick. Oh. One of my favorite movies. There you go. So instead of being rowdy, did I say rowdy before? You, I don't think no, you No, I said raucous. You haven't used rowdy. Rowdy's good. Yeah. Instead of being rowdy, though, Wild Bill is suddenly acting very nervous and laying low. And if he sees Keith out, because Keith is skulking around trying to figure out what's going on, he kind of goes the other way really fast. Mm. So Don, the investigator, and Keith both fully think that he is involved. Yeah. Bill tells people, allegedly, he's going to shut Keith up. This is what Keith hears. Someone heard him say. So Keith gets a little freaked out. He moves into a hotel with security. Wow. Don tells Keith, go talk to the Panamanian FBI. But there's still no evidence. Don had heard that Wild Bill had an AK-47, though, and he would fire it to impress his friends, which is just the sort of thing you hear about someone named Wild Bill doing. And it, someone named Wild Bill is just the sort of person you want owning an AK-47. 
But apparently. Mm, this is very irritating because I have to say at first when I heard about Wild Bill and saw the pictures, I was like, oh, fun guy on the island. I literally thought that. I was yeah. like, oh, and he throws parties and he's kind of like a Hurley looking guy. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. So apparently in Panamania, that's not the right word, in Panamanian law mm-hmm. in Panama, it is illegal for civilians to own that sort of weapon. That's weird. So Don goes to the police and tells them he has an AK-47. And the police want to do something to take this dangerous weapon out of this civilian's hands that he's not supposed to have. So they get a warrant to search Bill's house for the weapon. They get there and they find Jack. Jack is the dog, by the way. Poor Jack. Jack has been going through some things. Yeah, he has. He is... At Bill's place, and he's anxiously pacing, and he's doing this thing where he's barking at people and then running up a hill and then kind of running back down and barking at them. He's doing a classic lassie, follow me, Timmy's in the well sort of situation. Yeah. So police follow him up the hill because good for Panamanian police. I'm sure they're probably shady and corrupt, but they did this very good thing. They listened to the dog. Yeah. They follow him up and they find a mound of dirt on the top of the hill. Oh, no. And they get out their shovels. Oh. And in a shallow grave under a mound of garbage. Come on. Is Cher. And she has been shot in the back of the head. It's so horrific. And that is why Jack would swim to Bill's house. Every time they put him back at Cher's house, he would swim back to Bill's house because he wanted to be near Cher. That's why you didn't want to do this episode. That is heartbreaking. That was har- that is heartbreaking. I really hope that by the way, I am so Keith, upset. Keith has Jack. We I'm do sure. not get confirmation on this and I would have liked it, but all that he wanted was for someone to find his owner. Yeah. All right, that's enough. We're not going to talk about this anymore. So, they find another mound and there is the body of Bo. Poor Bo. Good god. So two bodies. They find Bo's ID, Cher's passport, her purse, and her cell phone. So they figure out that Wild Bill was the one sending those odd, in all caps, text messages pretending to be from Cher. But guess what they also find? Yeah, here we go. Also, by the way, the all caps text messages track with this, yeah, right? with this, with Wild Bill. It has big AK-47 energy It does. all caps. It's also really stupid because if you see, sh- I mean, we've only seen like some video and some pictures of Cher, but I can tell you right now, she's not, she's not- an all caps person. Yeah. Also, I have just very simple advice for someone. I don't want to give killers advice. That would be horrible. But let's just say you have someone's phone and you're trying to pretend to be them for any reason. Look at their previous text messages that are on their phone and match their style of texting. Thank you, It's not that hard. Thank you. It's really not. It takes maybe, you wouldn't even have to do much. You could do a- Just scroll up. A minute. 60 seconds. it always gets you when somebody will be like, that's okay, sis. I'm not coming tonight. And then the person is like, she's never called me sis. And she never tells me she loves me. Yeah. What are we calling each other? Oh, you're se- calling me Kim. I'm Kim. Yeah, yeah you're yes, calling me Yes, and you're Kim. calling me Kate. Yeah. Yeah, all right. But now we just so, gave it away. Yeah, you're right. We got to come up guys, with new ones off the air. Don't tell anyone. 
Don't tell anyone, guys. Please don't spread that around. Thank you. And I'm mentioning that I can't wait for a juicy pineapple burger. Oh, yes. That's good. Yeah. And I am just dying for something filled with cilantro. (laughs) Did it. Okay. Perfect. So so they... Okay. Remember when I said they found more things? Yeah, I remember. Do we have to talk about it? I was more asking the audience. Oh. Do you guys remember? Oh, I was here. Get okay. ready. They also find Nazi memorabilia. There we go. I'm so surprised. He seems so nice. Oh my I gosh. was surprised, actually. I was because at the I'm surprised at the beginning of the episode to now. This is a whole different person than what I thought he was, and I yeah. feel like I'm a better read. And I saw the Viking helmet, and I just sort of I don't know. I thought maybe he was a good natured expat, and yeah. he's a bad natured human. Yes. In addition to the Nazi memorabilia. Yeah, here we go. Painted signs that say Lucifer Slave. Do you get those on Etsy? Is there a shop where you can get those kind of signs on Etsy? Live, laugh, Lucifer? (laughs) (laughs) I think he tried to paint it himself. And I think that this is a little bit of like, they found some satanic stuff. Is that the only thing they found? Right. Because if that's the only thing, did they find a lot of occult stuff or just that? Right. That seems like he was just that guy. Right. Like wants things that are hardcore and edgy. Like a 14-year-old boy. Exactly. Who's trying to be goth. Exactly. And he wants like Nazi memorabilia, not because he necessarily even believes in it, but he thinks it – he wants evil stuff. Yeah. Because somehow that makes him – now we've gone from wild to like tough guy. Yeah. Stupid. I think we've gone from wild to wannabe. Yeah. They also find about a dozen gold teeth. See, it's that same thing. He like ordered them on eBay. Yeah, I think he ordered them on eBay. And he was going to make a necklace so he could wear them for his Jolly Roger club. I don't think he pulled them out of people's mouths. Because the way that he killed her is cowardly to Mm -hmm. bury her shallowly. I mean, he doesn't even do the work. He didn't even scroll up on the phone, Mm -hmm. Kimberly. He's Mm -hmm. lazy. He's a lazy killer. Which is Mm -hmm. even more insulting to her memory. It's very frustrating. Police try to find Bill and his wife, Jane, but they are now on the run. I was shocked. Questions, Again, coward. But also, he just left all those gold teeth in that Nazi memorabilia? Yeah, for the next one. probably worth a lot of money. So Don wants their photos on every television screen, newspaper cover, computer monitor, outhouse, henhouse, doghouse. iPad, Kindle. Kindle in a Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. In a Tri-State Island area. Nintendo DS. Okay. Yeah, it's done. (laughs) Someone recognizes them in Costa Rica and calls the police. They try to flee and cross into Nicaragua on a boat, but they're stopped at a checkpoint. Don says, police got the drop on them with machine guns and basically said, halt or die. And he talks in a very halting manner. He's a winner. I liked him. Don Winner's the winner. Love Don. Yeah, me too. So they handcuff Wild Bill and Jane, and they bring him in. We see him on the news being brought in. Oh, boy. This is why I can't have an island paradise dream. Curly hair, don't care. It will frizz to and fro and expose all of your secrets. (laughs) Yes, it will. Yes, you know will. when they say big hair, it's full of secrets. Yeah, it is. The secret is out when my hair has frizzed to five times its natural <laughs> volume. 
He basically has Shirley Temple ringlets when he's arrested, and that's not the kind of look. And a bob. That, like, yeah, full mop, and that's not the kind of look that lets you uphold the name Wild Bill. No. No. Yeah, it's he's more like Wild Sally or something. Susie. Yeah. Lil Susie. Yeah. And he proudly tells reporters that his real name is William Dathan Holbert. We're done. D-A-T-H-A-N, like Nathan, but with a D, which is a name, I guess. I can't stand it. I We've Dathan. fully changed places. You used to be very irritated when it was like spelled wrong. I can't deal with Nathan with a D. <laughs> it's very strange. Nathan. And I'm sorry if it's I a family name. I keep looking at it and thinking it looks like Xanthan gum, but it's like Danthan gum. It feels like they just wanted to be different. And Or they made a compromise. She really wanted David, and mm-hmm. his dad really wanted Nathan. And right. they compromised with Dathan. Dathan. Which was a mistake. Yeah. They should have chosen one. Dathan is 30, and he's not just your normal expat. He's been on the run from American authorities since 2006. And we see a flashback photo of him with a very short shaved head and a button-down shirt and tie looking like a door-to-door Xerox machine salesman who can get you a great deal on toner. Yeah. If I've ever seen one. Absolutely. Very good. Yeah. He's from the Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Yep. North Carolina. And he went by his middle name, David. I can't. The, it just got like worse and worse. <laughs> I had to rewind to make sure I heard Dathan. And then he goes by Dathan because he's trying to be, quote, different. I right. Or maybe his dad's name is Bill. So he doesn't want to be the other Bill. I don't know. So like any other Dathan that you've met, of all the, like every tens of Dathans that you've <laughs> met in your life, he wears... A bowed tuxedo, bow-tied tuxedo. It's either a school photo, a prom photo, a frat house it's a senior portrait. What's wrong photo? with you? We didn't dress up that fancy for a senior portrait. I think they might do that in North Carolina. Blue Ridge Mountains, yeah. Shenandoah River. I think that's how they did those pictures. He looks like the guy in a rich guy frat who is way too rough around the edges to be in that frat, but he somehow got in on a technicality and all the Because rich, he's funny. Because he's funny and all the rich chads call him like Wild Bill, but the only wild thing he ever does is keg stands. He actually doesn't ever do anything actually wild. But then he can also get you weed. Yeah, he knows. He's, he's got the hookup. He is a weed guy. But I I do think that I've seen senior pictures where all the girls are wearing the black off the shoulder and all the boys are wearing the tux. Yeah, no, you're right. I have seen that. We just didn't do that. But you're right. You're right. Let us know if you're from a school where they did that, where you had senior portraits had to be men in tuxedos and women in some sort of black off the shoulder. Don't wear the tuxedo all day. Like you change into it, right? I think they have a rack that you put it on when oh, you get it's not there. Even you don't your have tux- to buy it because the girls are in the same tuxedo. thing. So the girls are also in this weird upper shroud thing. Interesting. Okay, let us know how it works. Yeah, let us know if that's a thing. So we learned that he played high school football. Yeah, North Carolina, and married his sweetheart. 
I guess high school sweetheart. Dathina. Dathina? <laughs> no, it would be funny though. Jennifer? Jennifer. Jennifer. Yeah. Jennifer. Dathan and Jennifer. They had three kids together. That they were Donald. <laughs> they were. No, Dimberly. Dimberly. Dady. And Dake. <laughs> Dake. <laughs> uh, oh, so dumb. <laughs> so I did, but did not expect, though, that he had this family. He had three kids. He worked as a landscaper. And then he also worked at a gym at some point because we meet his old boss from the gym, which was called Body Shop Fitness Center. Get it? Wow. Body, shop. Body by Dathan. Yeah. <laughs> he liked Dathan until Dathan had an affair with another employee. <laughs> yeah. How is he getting all these ladies? I have no Who was idea. She? But also, he embezzled $25,000 from the gym. There we go. And the boss, Kevin, who has two diamond earrings in and the whitest teeth I've ever seen. So Shining bright like a diamond. He says, Dathan thought this 25000 that he embezzled was part of his pay, part of his package. It's happening so here. So the boss, Kevin, says, no, Dathan, that's not part of your package. And I felt like he worked in package a lot into that conversation because he it, wanted to. It felt like it. Didn't feel like it. That was on purpose. Yeah. Dathan then leaves his wife and runs off with Laura Michelle Reese or Dora Dichelle Deese, who became Jane. Okay, there we so, go. That's there the we best go. you could do was Jane? Yeah. Well, I think Tarzan, Jane, I think they moved to the jungle. That's where I thought it came from, but it was still, all right. I would be suspicious if I was in a tropical environment and someone said, hello, I'm Jane. Jane, yeah. I'm Wild Bill and I'm Jane. No, yeah. that's not your name. But every all the expats went by nicknames, so no one thought it was weird. Mm. Before they went to Panama, though, they're still in North Carolina and he starts doing real estate scams. He sells a home that is not his for $200,000 and has a warrant out for forging a land deal and selling the property. By the time the owner realized what was happening, Dathan is on the run. He sold a house that wasn't his. Wasn't so a his. house that wasn't for sale. And the owner didn't recognize, realize what was happening until he's already in the wind. I have to know more about this scheme. I know. This seems incredibly reckless. I, I just, know. I need to. Did you hold an open house when the owner yeah, was out of town? I have a lot of questions. Were you on Zillow? What happened? So... That lands him on America's Most Wanted, which you know he was excited about. Yeah. Then they go to Montana. He steals a car and then sells it. So again, he steals something or sells something that does not belong to him. And in he's the world? pulled over in this car for speeding in Wyoming. And we see the dashboard cam. He's being talked to by the cop in the big wide-brim hat, and then he just gets in the car. But he's not that agile or athletic. He just kind of, like, goes to and gets in the car, and the cop freaks out. It's like, stop, stop, and then runs to get in his car. And then you see the Jeep that he's driving. He just goes off the freeway, off-roading, up a hill. Just he just drives up, up the a, hill, up the hill. Like a, there's just a hill on the side of the freeway, and he just drives 
off of it. And I was thinking, did the cops not follow him up the hill? How did he lost them? How did he lose them? Maybe the Crown Vicks can't go up a hill like a Jeep can. Well, of course they can't. So that's how you lose them. But that is just It's like if you're trying to escape a bear, you run down a hill because they can't run down hills. Who told you that? Not sure if that's true. I told you that. From King of Queens. I don't know if it's true. They can't run down a. They get on it four legs. It kind of makes sense because choo, 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 because choo, they're choo. they're so bottom heavy that they might start just tumbling, which would be pretty cute. If it was I don't a know cub, if it's true. If it was a yeah. panda, I don't know. I don't know any of this. If it's true, I've got it. If Kevin James might be lying to me, absolutely. All right. So he moves to Panama. He starts killing people to get their property. And as Don says, he takes the property, the cars, the boats, down to the toothbrush and the underwear. (laughs) Just gross. That's nasty. Yeah, I don't like that. So now he's finally in police custody with Jane. She says no comment, but he is chatty Cathy. He is so delighted to talk to people. He's speaking in Spanish to the reporters. He's making jokes. He's laughing. He is. He says, I'm so excited to be back in Panama. Like, he's a big star. Sociopath. Now. Yeah. He openly admits shooting Bo. They were on a boat. And he shot Bo. He They weren't on a sh- boat? Yeah. How did he get the body back? He just... He shot the other guy on a boat. I think he shot Bo on a boat, too. Oh, good Lord. Okay. He had dinner with Cher at his place, and then he took her outside to show her animals at his house, and she turned around to look at them, and he shot her. That's messed up. It so makes me sick to my stomach. He admits he did it all for money. He just wanted their things. So police have him draw a map of his property and mark X's where he buried the bodies. But there are five exes, not just Bo and Cher. He also buried the Brown family, father, mother, and teenage son. And they were the original owners of his house. That he lived in. That he lived in. He killed the whole family. The whole family. Then nobody had noticed this family had just gone. They They were very reclusive. They were recluses. I have a lot of questions about why the family was living on the island with teenage son. I have questions, too, that no one noticed. I find it very sad and odd. And creepy? And creepy, yeah. It's very strange, though, that no one would notice a teenage boy miss going missing and the family going missing. But Bill would just say, I brought their property. They left. Weird. And, and he seems very... And obviously, he's very charismatic. He's a mm-hmm. good talker. So, all right. Bill agrees to speak to Dateline and Kate Snow of course on the he does. phone from prison. Of, of course. course. He says, I am not a serial killer. I have never taken pleasure in harming another human being. And the things I have done haunt my nightmares like you wouldn't believe. And Kate says, but the families are basically disgusted by you. They say you threw parties in their homes after they were killed. How can you defend your actions? And he says, Defend? I can't. I'm a criminal. I'm a bad guy. I'm your worst nightmare. But what I'm also saying is that I didn't wake up one morning and decide to kill my neighbors. What are you trying to say, Bill? That you just, I'm not a sociopath. You are. He's just trying to say he has feelings. He has regrets. Yeah. I don't think being a serial killer is being defined by whether you take pleasure out of it. I think it's purely a numbers game, but I could be wrong. Correct. 
Correct. So he sits down with the Panamanian news in his jail cell. His hair is now cut short. I feel like this is less a jail policy decision and more of a curly hair completely matted into one of those soap rocks that I mentioned the other week that Martha Stewart made decision, (laughs) which brings us to our next sponsor, Pros. It's stressful being on the run. It is stressful being on the run. For many of us, stress is just a feature of daily life. Even if you are living on your own private island, swimming with dolphins with three adorable pet monkeys named Huey, Dewey, and Louisa May Alcott, you may still have a lot of stress. And look, stress has been known to cause hair loss. Not sure about hair matting, but definitely hair loss. Mm -hmm. And what's wild, not Wild Bill, just plain (laughs) wild, is that people usually lose about 50% of their total hair before they even notice an increase in shedding. I bet when he washed out that soap rock, half his hair, gone. Just in his hands. In a second. And now there's a way to stop stress-related hair loss in its tracks and spark new, stronger growth. And that's thanks to pros. Pros specializes in custom hair care, and now they also make custom hair supplements that help reduce excess shedding and spark fuller, thicker hair growth with just two capsules a day. Through an online consultation, Pros customizes your supplements to address all of the factors that could be triggering your hair issues. That's age, hormonal changes, stress levels, diet, and more. Pro supplements use only natural, clean, safe ingredients, not drugs or hormone disruptors. All formulas are toxicologist-approved, gluten-free, and vegan. Plus, they really work. Multiple studies show that over 90% of women taking Pro's hair supplements saw less shedding, more growth, and improved overall appearance in just 90 days. And I know this to be true because I have been taking the Pro's supplements and have noticed less hair in the shower, in my hairbrush, and... I have noticeably had to shorten my time of dyeing my roots. The one Mm. good bonus of having platinum hair is that you can tell your root growth real quickly. So which means it's growing, which is great. Also, Oliver asked me the other day, he said, did your hair grow? (gasps) I know. I'm so excited. So thank you, pros. I love these supplements. You can try your own custom hair supplements and get 15% off by going to pros.com slash date dateline. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash date dateline for a free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off custom hair supplements. Stop the shed this summer and check out pros. Strike a pros. Pros, 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 pros. Thank you, pros. Thank you, pros. Speaking of island humidity, it is hot where I live. Yeah. I'm not sure if I've mentioned it before, but Same. I constantly have swamp butt, swamp crotch, swamp underboob, swamp everything when yeah. it's hot. Hashtag swamp life. Swamp life. But now that I've discovered Miracle Brands self-cooling bed sheets, yes. my swampy nights are no more. I'd like to hit you with some facts. Yeah. Miracle Brands self-cooling bed sheets are made using silver infused fabrics originally developed by NASA, a.k.a. NASA. Science. Science. Space science. Space science. Yes. Astronomy. Magic. No, not magic. (laughs) Not magic. They are thermoregulated, which equals perfect body temperature, which equals better sleep. They're also, this might be my favorite thing about them, self-cleaning. Wow. Because 
again, magic. The natural silver prevents 99.9% of bacterial growth. So they stay fresher three times longer than other sheets, which is great because I am so lazy that I wash my sheets about three times less often than you're supposed to. Boy, this ad is making me seem really attractive. But yeah. what's it is attractive is that since you're not sleeping on a mound of your own bacteria-infused sweaty sheets every night, oh boy. you're going to have better skin. Yes. No more breakouts. Yes. The most important thing about these sheets is that they are luxuriously comfortable. Because let's face it, if you're cool, if you're clean, it does not matter if you're not comfortable. And they so, are so comfortable. So comfortable. They are 500 thread count, sateen weave made with... USA grown Supima cotton, which I think is named that because it's supreme. It's Supi- supreme. It's supreme. Supima cotton is supremely amazing. It's one of the highest quality cottons in the world. It is. Yeah. Go to trymiracle.com slash date dateline and try it today. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Use our promo code date dateline at checkout to save 40% and get three free towels. Wow. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with the 30-day money-back guarantees. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Woo! Upgrade your sleep with Miracle brand. Go to trymiracle.com slash date dateline and use the code date dateline to claim your free three-piece towel set and save 40% off. Wow. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash date dateline. Thank you, Miracle Brand. Thank you, wonder of wonder, miracle of miracles. I don't have to wash my sheets. I'll come up with another one for the next one. I love it. Thank you, Miracle. Thank you, Miracle. So while Bill fully admits on the news, I did it. I planned it. I'm going to be punished for it. Yeah. And he explains how he killed the poor Brown family. And he starts to say, I separated them. And then he pauses and he says, it's gruesome, but you're asking me and I'll answer your question, sir. Mm. Like, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Thankfully, Dateline spares us from his deep dive. I'm going to be honest. That. that feels very voyeuristic to me. That feels like very much he wants the shock. He wants to shock people. He's getting pleasure out of that. And that yep. I find that very, very disturbing. Yeah. Not like this. He also admits that he killed another expat, which would be number six. Wow. Jeffrey Klein. They got into a fight on his boat. He was too afraid to go to the police because he is on the run. He took the body home and buried it. And I didn't like the way he said it. I don't know. It just. Yep. Nope. I didn't Agreed. like that. Yep. He built a picnic area over it. And he says, I know it was horrible and stupid and the wrong thing to do, but I've never been in that situation before. Look, I never claim to be a good guy. I'm a bad guy. And I'm sorry, but there's nothing I can do to bring these people back. Especially Cheryl Hughes, who was an innocent person. Why? But Jeffrey Klein wasn't. I why would, just mm-mm. Cheryl? I'm. Sh- you're telling me the Brown family. The Brown family, including the underage son, is not okay. They were full of the devil, right? I would like a psychologist to come and talk to him because there's yeah. some stuff going on with him that I can't quite. I haven't watched another enough serial killer interviews to be able to understand what. There's some issues happening within him. 
Yeah. He's doing something weird with these interviews that he's trying he really to sort of is. get pity, but then he he's is. also relishing and explaining exactly what he did. It's Absolutely. weird power stuff. And I don't, yes, it makes me uncomfortable. And then he cries, but as Kate Snow points out, it's not for the victims. Right. He cries for his wife, Laura slash Jane. That's weird too. She's innocent and deserves better. If I could give my life to make her free, I would. Also, he doesn't have that thick of an accent. I just don't know how to do a subtle Southern accent. But he does have an accent. But it's not that thick. No. He really loves his wife and he says, I wish she could go back and never have met me. See, that feels like another ploy. It feels like another, like he's trying to show himself as a good guy. I think he was probably a terrible husband if I had to guess. Well, he did cheat on his first wife. Right. So. He says, there's a guard in this jail who gives me a cell phone and gives me threats against my life and my wife's life. I'm a dead man. I don't, but I don't even care. That's not important. But my wife don't deserve this. So apparently he's being threatened in jail. And the reporter says, did you talk to your lawyers about this? And he says, They say, what are the options? And he rolls his eyes and says, options? What options? And then he says, I need to compose myself. I'm sorry. And he starts crying. He's trying to think of what to say next. Yeah. No one has pity for him. No one. Don thinks he's killed more people than this. Yes. The Panamanian prosecutor who meets with Kate Snow, who unfortunately has a bad case of pink eye. Did you see? I wasn't going to mention it. Well, I have to. That's my job. It's not your job. (laughs) I have made it my job. I mean, I, God forbid, I after ever have to be on daylight and I have some sort of something happening. Like she has some sort of herpes outbreak around her mouth (laughs) and I happen to just have a cold sore because I'm stressed because of the interview. You know what, though? It's real life. Our beloved Fizz slash Liz Rose, when she was on dateline, she had her tooth chipped like the day before. Because she fell. I can't remember what she said happened. And she didn't have time to get it fixed. And so she has a little chip tooth, but it's adorable. I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh. Did you it's point very it out? Cute. No. But you're pointing out his pink eye. <laughs> this poor Panamanian <laughs> police officer. It could be just some sort of eye injury. It's just very red. It could One be eye. that he just rubbed his eye. <laughs> One eye is very red. He, he just rubbed it. And had like pickle juice on his fingers or something. Something got in there. And then right before the interview, and he did, nobody had eye drops. And he's like, <laughs> okay, let's go. I'm on a time. I'm very busy. I'm a detective. <laughs> I know. He's a, no, he's a prosecutor. I'm a prosecutor. Let me just get through this. And hopefully no one will ever notice. Well, the jig is up <laughs> 10 years later, 12 years on. This annoying podcast found you, sir, and are calling you out on your pink eye. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He seems great. He does um, seem great. Pink eye I don't aside. know anything about him. He could be super corrupt, for all I know. So, he could be. We don't know. Um, he says that he's reached out to other countries to see if missing persons in other countries had crossed paths with Wild Bill, and they were going to try to find these people and see if there were other victims. Yeah. I did a little research. I have some outside info, <gasps> actually. You um, do? I have quite a bit of outside info that I got oh, from Wikipedia. I'm so but, excited. So Wild Bill mostly targeted loners who wouldn't be noticed, but he targeted Cher, and it was his downfall because she was super loved, super missed. She had tons of friends. She had tons of family. She yeah. was super active in talking to everybody. She wasn't reclusive. So her aunt Mary says, that is our girl. How dare you mess with our girl and think we won't notice? I thought that was sweet. It was really sweet. 
I mean, it's sad for all the victims, and it's sad that no one noticed the other victims, but when he picked Cher, that got noticed immediately that she was gone. Jane slash Laura divorces Bill in jail, which is so sad. I thought they were soulmates. Hashtag broken heart. No, which makes me have questions for Jane. I'm wondering if Jane just needed to, was too scared to do it. That's possible. That's until he was her, locked up. That's true. That's giving her credit. It's true. I don't know anything about it. Sorry. You might know more than me. No, I don't. Like, okay. It feels like this might be something where she was stuck. It is. Uh, yeah, we don't know the situation. We don't know. It seems like she was with him on his crime sprees in the States all the way to Panama. True. And it does seem. She became secretary of Bo's company after he murdered Bo. But she, he she says didn't she didn't even get to be he didn't vice, give her president. vice president. He really believes in the patriarchy. So women are secretaries. Let's be real. Yeah, I don't know if she was in on it or not. He says she wasn't. Got it. So while Bill was found guilty and given 47 years in prison, Jane gets 26 years. And we end with her sister, Judy, who is happy that she went to Panama because it meant so much to her. And she got to have that time. How long was she there? Probably a few years. Hmm. Yeah. So I got this stuff from Wikipedia that I'm citing my sources here, that Wikipedia has cited my sources for me. From 2003 to 2005 in North Carolina, Dathan, can't call him Dathan. I can't, but Dathan. Dathan led the Southern National Patriots, which is exactly what you might think. Cool. A militia and fledgling political party based in Western North Carolina. The group was a controversial conservative activist organization. How do they feel about people that aren't white? (laughs) Well, get there. Members often were seen in uniform on the streets of North Carolina, which I'm sure was a super comforting feeling to the residents there. At its height... The organization had 500 active members. That is terrifying. The group was criticized as being a racist organization in 2005 by the local branch of the NAACP. There we go. There we go. Dathan denied the charge, claiming that several of the group's members were African-American. He essentially said, I have a black friend. I can't be racist. Yeah, he sure did. He sure did. Yep. There we go. The group collapsed in 2005 when Dathan left the U.S. because apparently they couldn't survive without his powerful leadership, which is a true testament to his leadership quality, that the second he fled the country, they just dissolved. There were not one of those 500 white men slash three black men that were unwilling or unable to step in and fill his shoes. I'm sorry. He was the president? He led it. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. So. Um, it was very fragile. They just joined yeah. other groups. Exactly. Fine. I think there are a few others. Yeah, I've exactly. Heard of a few. Yeah. Dathan, Wild Bill, contested the prosecutor's version of events of the killings during the investigation and during the trial. So he confessed that he killed these six people, but he maintained that they were contract killings ordered by cartel associates. So somehow the cartel wanted Bo killed, Cher killed, and the Brown family killed. And when asked further information, for further information, he declined to provide details or Dathan, the names of his Dathan accomplices. Declined. 
Yeah. Wow. No, thank you. I'd sure. rather, no, I'm not going to say. I'd rather not say. I'm pleading the fifth. <laughs> Good God. He now operates and chairs Los Rejos Unificados, a syndicated Christian inmate organization. Oh. He also operates Panama Human Rights, an international human rights organization for prisoners. He has been appointed chaplain, appointed pastor to the approximately 150 inmates of the super maximum security wing. In January, yeah, he's head religious guy in prison. The Daily Mirror published an expose on his treatment inside the prison, which is the new Shiriqui? Shiriqui? Public prison. I'm sure I'm butchering that. The online edition of the Daily Mirror alleged that he has access to firearms inside the prison and feasts on fast food daily. So for some reason, he has this status in prison because he is the leader of various violent gangs, which he calls Christian groups. Oh, God. He also, as a chaplain, works as the moderator, mediator between the different gangs. He's the go-between and also maybe the leader of a lot of these gangs. He, critis- he was criticized by the authorities for publishing photos of prison officials. He says that the prison system is super corrupt and they don't want their staff members' names public. They keep their staff members private in the prison system there. But he published photos of people in the prison system, the staff. He said there's corruption and then a huge corruption scandal ensued and several high-level officials of the now defunct David public prison were fired or sanctioned by the government. So he maybe spurred a corruption scandal or exposed a corruption scandal, possibly, that got people fired. And he did an interview with the Daily Mirror outlining, outlining the conditions of the Panamanian prison systems. He has a lot of critiques. For the system, even though he gets fast food and fast food and guns, and he basically runs all the gangs, yeah. And he is d- not a racist because he has a black friend, a couple, yeah. <laughs> that was good outside info, right? He's a really evil person, yeah. I mean, now, a lot the, of these now people- the Nazi memorabilia makes a lot more sense. So, what I'm gonna retract everything that I said before because. So on most datelines, I feel like we deal with people that have done a bad thing, but aren't always necessarily evil, like an evil, like maybe have a demon in them. Right. He's scary to me. Mm-hmm. That's scary that somebody like him can somehow worm his way into this upper echelon of the prison. He's He has no fear. Yeah. And he's very dangerous and i think he's kind of charming correct charmed all of the expats he seems to charm reporters and he is charmed his way in the prison system fluent spanish yeah we heard him so Mm -hmm. oh he is a very he's very intelligent Mm -hmm. and is he the antichrist is this the end times i have some questions about dathan because dathan also sounds a lot like damien and just like if you combine Satan and Damien, <laughs> I have I am concerned. 
I would have. I think we should have not. I have to take a bath. I don't <laughs> like this story anymore. This feels not right. Somebody feels very wrong here. But this you know is who good. is right? Maggie B, our Patreon. Yes, Maggie B is all the kinds of right. She's from Georgia and probably hates all the accents I've done in this episode. Oh, Apologies. no. I'm sorry, but you don't have a demon, probably, Maggie. So you're Pro- good. Most likely. Yeah, you're good. Do you have a monkey, though? Do you have a monkey? Would you could like I a write, monkey? Could I write a series of children's books called Maggie and the Monkey? <gasps> and would that Mags be super cute? Mags and the cute? Monkey. Mags yes. and the Monks. Mags, Mags and the Monk. And, Mags and the Monk. That's narrated by Mank. <laughs> and Josh oh, could and Josh T-M. could narrate. Yeah, TM. Done. TM Maggie. Maggie. We'll get, give that one to you. That's yours. Trademark stands for trademark. That's yours. We'll ask him. You're Thank so, you we're so much. So grateful. We hope you are your own private island of your dream. No man is an island, and no podcast is an island without their Patreons. That is but true. We wish you your own private island in terms of success but also a sense of community. Okay, that this has gone awry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Maggie. Thank you, Maggie. Uh, B-roll, Bonanza. Yeah. Um, a beautiful B-roll of Panama. Yeah, there's some, I mean, it makes you want to go, right? It does, except for the humidity. I just feel like it's my hair. I really want you to come visit here because you're just, it was so stormy today. I know. And you go outside, because then it just stops, but you go outside and somehow you feel like it's still raining. I know. <laughs> it's bananas. And I do think of your hair often. I, it's not a pretty sight. When we were at CrimeCon there, my glasses were always foggy, even yeah. inside. You got to get some contact lenses yeah. going here. Steamed. It was, I was steamy. Share on a boat yeah. with all the children. Oh, very so sweet. cute. That was, she seemed to love the children. I don't think she had any of her own. So it really meant something to her. That was Mm -hmm. sweet. There's a picture of Wild Bill slash Dathan play sword fighting with one of his children, which is very, Mm -hmm. like he liked pirate stuff early on, I guess. Sorry, where are his children? Where? I hope they're just nowhere to be found. I hope they're like. I mean, in a good way. I hope they're safe and with their mom. Yeah. And like blessed. Nowhere where Dathan can find By maybe like a priest. Yeah. Under the Vatican protection. I need them in a safe house. Bubble. Yeah, Yeah. a safe bubble somewhere. Yeah. He's not getting out, hopefully. I feel like he could con his way out, though. I do. I feel like this family needs to be moved into witness protection in Iceland. Just very far away. Yeah, I agree. And the boss from the gym, Mr. Tan, Mr. White, Mr. Earrings, Mr. White. What's his name? Jim? What was his name? Kevin. Kev- he with Mr. White Teeth. Yeah. He is walking with his wife hand in hand. It's very rare to get like a romantic B roll when we never met the wife. No introduction to the wife. Yet he she is in the B roll with him walking. Kate is all over the island. There's one shot of Kate where she's talking to the camera, and the ankle of the camera is sort of like a fish bowl. So it looks like she is. She's standing on a dock, but you can't see her bottom of her legs. It looks like she's standing on the water or leaning back yes. like Keith, completely back at a 45-degree angle, like she's going to fall in the water. Yeah. And I think it was just a weird trick camera setup. Confused me. I know what you're talking about. Also, the boats were interesting in Panama that we saw. Everything looked really brightly colored, and all mm-hmm. the boats looked really – they were sort of those – it's not like yachts. You're no, seeing actual like fishing boats. No, they're like duffy boats or like, like – right. 
power boats and you would just boat It'd be like katie i'm coming over and then i would just motor over there's so many images of Cher on a boat yeah just going out to just go to that well, island over there because you have to go between all the islands for groceries i would love to go see how that works in just a collection of islands i've never been to a place like that i wouldn't make it you could let's just go and try it I would go for a few weeks. But we don't, I mean, we don't have to go forever. Can we just go for four days? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Fashion. Panama guy, Don mm-hmm. Winner, has mm-hmm. a shirt that says Panama Guide because that's his website. It's with very good. And the icon underneath instead of the alligator is, I think, the shape of Panama. Yeah. It was very, it was very cute. It, good I, I good was branding. surprised that his website had its own shirts or did he get it made just for dateline i wish it said mary ithmeth on it that would have made me really really happy anytime you can make an ithmus ithmus joke yeah it's not that often yeah so i would be happy if there had been one in this episode but there was no clever wordplay Cher's wedding dress all the Mm. wedding footage that we get of sharing keith i thought that Sometimes we see inappropriate island wedding dresses. I'm not, uh, it sounds like I'm, that sounds really rude, but she looked incredibly beautiful. Absolutely. Just sort of this sort of slip dress. And she just, I will say, I don't think there's any pictures of her not smiling. Yeah. It seemed to really suit her to live Mm -hmm. there. It just is so sad. Also, the person officiating the wedding was wearing a yarmulke or what appeared to be a yarmulke. (gasps) Interesting. very interesting. There we go. Then I had Bill's Hurley hair, which you already mentioned. And then um, and then Bill is standing like at a Harley Davidson store. Yes, with Jane, him and Jane are. What, Harley where's Davidson that? stuff behind him. And then at one point, he's standing by his motorcycle with the tiniest little helmet that looks a bit like a Nazi helmet. It's one of those he very tiny that. helmets. He had that SS helmet. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. do not like that. That gives me like, oh, again, that that level of evil, right? That yes. Nazi level of evil. That's just but you can't. He's not anti-Semitic, Katie, because he has heard of a podcast with a Jewish host. And it's this one. You better hope he hasn't. <laughs> Something about this gives me the willies. Kate Snow has zip up. Is a full on zip up purple thing? I didn't know how far it was. It like one of those dresses that zips all the way up down to the bottom. Yeah. A zipper dress. A zip dress. Zip dress. They're very easy to get on and off. I feel like it's super dangerous, like around children or like teenage boys or anything. Oh. You could get it caught on something and then all of a sudden you are completely unzipped. Oof. Oh, boy. Do you have any titles? I'm hoping you do because I don't. Yep. Some are good. Some are not. Okay. Neon smile. Oh, yeah. Just because. It lit up a room. It did. Me, Jane, you, murderer. (laughs) Does that work? That works. I have one sweet one. Don't make fun of me. Thanks for sharing your smile. (laughs) Stop. I'm going to make up for it right now with not today, Dathan. <laughs> That's it. That's good. That made that up for wins. my that sharing your for smile. It. I know. I could. That I, might make God. up for a chance for Kaylee. <laughs> thank God. Oh my gosh. Uh, I like Cher a lot. I liked everybody, and I'm except for Dathan. And Dathan so. ruined this island. Yeah, he did. Everybody yeah. was out there having fun. 
getting along. Going to this tropical paradise to live out their life on mm-hmm. these islands. And he just ruined it for mm-hmm. everyone by being a killer. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like a terrible horror movie. Mm-hmm. And the dog, Jack. Poor Jack will never recover. I can't. Keith, can you please confirm that Jack is with you and lived a long and healthy life? I mean, this episode was from 2010, so let's just... I, I said lived. Okay, lived. Yeah, happy. Lived oh a long and healthy life. Where is the monkey? Dathan probably did something horrible. Probably Dathan sold him. I'm sure yeah. they're valuable. Yeah, he probably sure. sold it to some weird connection of exotic... He probably knows Tiger King. Tiger King. And sold him to Joe, yeah. and then Joe had a dealer mm-hmm. that dealt with the monkeys that mm-hmm. aren't allowed in the United States. Ugh. He had a monkey guy. Yeah, <laughs> he did have a monkey guy. Not monkeying around. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. Follow us on social media. Good Um, job, Kimberly. Welcome back. Thank you. And be your own guy. Be your own neon guy. Oh, yeah. Be your own neon guy. Light up your own life. Oh, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. Bye, everybody. everybody. Bye. Evil's looking for a summer house. <laughs> and evil doesn't like certain kind of black splashes and wants oh. to go modern. Evil hates an open floor plan. They hate anything that Christina does, Christina yeah. and Tarek, because Christina's yeah. backsplash, every time she goes to the tile store, I start throwing things at the TV. I'm like, <laughs> get out of there. You always pick these backsplashes that are just ridiculous. She likes a statement backsplash, I it's think. It's a terrible idea. I've only seen one episode, but I noticed that she did pick very strikingly bold tile work. Every time. It's like yeah. she's bored and taking it out on the house. You have to <laughs> sell this home and people it have to live there. It very much made me dizzy, the one she picked in the episode I saw. I felt like I would have a seizure while I was on the toilet because it was – very dizzying floors like the carpet in a casino. Christina and I have very different tastes. Yeah. I do notice that she sells her clothes on Poshmark, though, which I give oh. her credit for. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about teenage boys. That's true. Yeah. How could you forget about teenage boys? I went out with some teenage girls the other day for the whole day, and I would like to confirm that teenagers are cruel. <laughs> it's been confirmed. I mean, when you think teenagers are talking about you, they are. They are. (laughs) Anything that you might be the slightest bit self-conscious about, they've noticed. So this this meme that someone sent me says a group of teenage girls just laughed near you. So enjoy being paranoid about that forever. Because it's real. It gets it's real. So you have to just let it go. Yeah. The comment says Even worse, you can't go to them and ask. You can't say, excuse me, girls, you just laughed, and I wanted to know if you were laughing at me. Try it. We dare you. The reaction will be a long pause, followed by laughter that's definitely aimed at you. Yes. Then you'll have to set yourself on fire, and everyone will understand. That's very accurate. So I hate to report that, but... (laughs) It's true. We all... We knew.